didn't do anything. So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode number 227 for December 15th, 2019. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth, and joining me this week, we have Andrew Roa McFain. You, you, you legit should probably boost that uh, that intro song just a little bit. Just a, I, I, it, When it comes through, when it comes through the uh, editing process, I, I use compressor so it makes it louder. So... It's fine. You just you just run a compressor over the whole recording. Yes. Mmm. Yeah. I just, well, I just boost it to to try and make it e- uh, level. Do you, do you use a compressor or do you, do you normalize it? Uh, compressor. I don't normalize it. Normal. I've tried normalizing it and it makes it weird. Like it makes. It like, does. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the normalization thing. Um, and then when I post it to Omni Studio, they have a thing. That allows you to level the whole clip together, so I make it louder, and then they then they use their processing to level, and it sounds pretty good after that. Interdasting. Yes, yes, indeed. Anyway, um, thank you for being here, Aroa. What games have you played this week? And of course, we can find you at all of your links are at aroa dot website. Correct. Or uh, uh, nathanisgay dot com. I think I actually let that. I think I let that lapse. Did you? Aw. Yeah. But that was that was made uh, for me. It was. Uh I, I have the I have a sneaking suspicion that no one's going to take that domain though. I would imagine uh, not. Anyway, uh you Aroa dot website, that is where you can find all of Aroa's uh links and what games did you play this week besides WoW? Um So I going off of what I learned last week of Star Fox 2 now being available on Nintendo's SNES service. Yes. Uh, played played a bit of that. God, it's bad. God. <laughs> Is it? No wonder well, it got canceled. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The original Star Fox, like, if you play through that, I, I didn't play it as a kid. So when I played through it, um, a little, it was over a year ago now I played it, and I didn't really like it that much. Yeah, it was innovative, so, but it was also four frames a second. So the frame rate would be one thing, mm-hmm. because the frame rate is not any better in Star Fox 2. No. Uh, and yeah, I, I also have not played the original Star Well, I have, but it's been so long, I don't remember. Uh, just like it's been a very long time since I played the, be- the, the leaked beta ROM of Star Fox 2. Uh, but I... I don't remember the original Star Fox having unbelievably bad input lag. Yeah. Was that a was that a thing? Um, I, I I think so. I I mean it was just running at such a bad frame rate that I don't that I don't think that the uh the the input was going to be there. The the input latency was going to be there because of the frame rate. If that makes sense, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's that's all it is. It's just that it runs at such shit frame rate that that is what's making it unplayable. Yeah. But even even if that is the case, sweet mother of God, it's virtually unplayable because of how bad the input latency is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not great. 
I get why it's as bad as it is because it's not it's not just that it's trying to it's it's trying to do legit 3D graphics on an SNES and it's got the super effects chip going and it's doing lots of crazy shit. Yeah. Like that's all cool. But it's also like actively simulating what's going on outside of the battlefield at the time that you're you're like shooting people. Mm-hmm. So like even though you're in the middle of combat, everything that's going on on the world map is still happening in real time. Yeah. And that's really cool. Like the game as a concept is really fucking cool. But it was not ready to like the world was not ready for it. The, the SNES was not ready for it. Well, and yeah, and, um, and the reason it was 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 canned was was not because of it being bad or having bad input latency or anything like that. Because I, I guarantee you, it was because of the N sixty four, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I guarantee you, if it was released at the end of the SNES life cycle, it probably would have done really well. But uh, they were already releasing the N sixty four, so they're like, well, we'll just do Star Fox sixty four, which I have to say, way better game. Like, still it holds is, up today. It is a really good game. hmm But I... Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe it is better that they did it. Because I was going to say that, like, if they had had time... Because I imagine they also had to crank out Star Fox 64. Uh, and they didn't have enough time to, like, implement all the features from Star Fox 2. Yeah. But like if and and I wanted to say if they could have, <laughs> sorry, it would have been a better game. Yeah, because they had some. They had some I feel like ideas. it would have been, well, it would have been too overly complicated, uh, and especially for somebody like me who Star Fox sixty four is the first Star Fox game I ever played. Right, my like, t- me too. It, it would have really, really greatly turned me off from the franchise because I would have come into it and gone, I do not understand what is going on. There are yeah. so many moving pieces and I am overwhelmed. So, uh, so I, I never played, I, I think I mentioned this. Uh, we, we had a Sega Genesis when I was a kid. So we didn't have the N64. And I remember, um, I liked, I've, I've liked JRPG since I was a kid. I just liked getting, um, kind of sucked into the world and like playing the different characters and stealing things. And so I played a Fantasy Star and a couple other RPGs that were for the Sega Genesis. And I went over to my friend's house. And I was like, he had a Super Nintendo. And I saw him playing Final Fantasy 3 at the, you know, Final Fantasy 6, but Final Fantasy 3. And I was like, oh my God, that game looks amazing. And, uh. Wait, you, so, didn't, you didn't appreciate Fantasy Star? Um, no. Like, I did. I liked it as a kid, but uh, it was nowhere near as good-looking as final as the Final Fantasy games of the same generation. Uh, and also, I, didn't, I have never liked the first-person combat system in JRPGs, where you don't see your characters, you just see the enemies in front of you. Like, but, I, I like the... Um, but Nathan, didn't you... Didn't you watch the trailer for RPG Maker VX, or I think that was the one? No. Where where it was like, if first person combat, it may seem weird at first, but soon you will see it is the best. I was going to... And that definitely is not because it's it's just really easy to implement it. 
It and, probably and it, is. It takes less less work overall. Um, Nothing so to I, do with that. I was going to for the Steam sale. They had like RPG Maker 2003 on sale for like five bucks, and yeah, I there's still people who swear by it. I almost bought it for you. I almost got it for you, but I was like, no, no. I I mean, I have. Uh, I th- I think I have. I think it's VX is the one that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, RPG Maker VX Ace. So I don't know where we where this went off to, but basically that's why I never played uh, Star Fox was because I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I was stuck with like Vector Man. And I had I had Sonic. a Super Nintendo. Did you? Uh, but uh, yeah, but I had uh, I had Super Mario World. Okay. Uh, Super Mario All Stars. Okay. And uh, Caesar's Palace. I'm sorry. <laughs> like all of the unlike with the 64 where i had most of like the best games for that system uh the snes very much uh passed me by uh so, probably because it, it like that that was so is this that, that was a mid 90s console right yeah yeah so uh, N64 was mid-90s, mid to late-90s. Early-90s was SNES, so I believe the SNES well, like, released in 91. So the, the 64, though, the 64 came out whenever I was old enough to, like, be that kid on Christmas morning and go, oh Nintendo 64! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, Whereas the, the SNES, I was a little too young. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit older than you, just, just by a you few are. years. Um yeah. So I was eight or nine, something like that, when I got, like nine when I got the 64. So I was a little bit older. Um, I remember getting Wave Race 64. And I think we got, I, I want to say we had Star Fox 64 or we rented it. I want to say we had it. That was one of the games we had. And that was really good. But the first game I ever played for the N64 was Wave Race 64. Anyway, um, Star Fox 2, not a great game. And uh, no. the Star Fox 64, way better. What other games did you did you play this week? Punch, punch Out? Super Punch Out? No. Oh, okay. I don't like Punch Out. Okay, what did... You suck, first off. And what games did you play? Um... Honestly, not much else besides Stardew Valley. Okay. Uh, games I played this week, a uh, little bit of Pokemon, a little bit of Shenmue 3, and some uh, Halo. Halo the Master Chief Collection. Halo Reach. Oh, yeah, I did play that. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. Keep forgetting. I'm liking it. Um, I'm not I very good at it. wait for Combat Evolved. Combat Evolved, Halo 2, Halo 3. Uh, all of those games are better than Reach. <laughs> I, I Halo Four sucks. By the way, hey, it, Halo Reach is it's not a bad game. It's it's technically a good game. I just don't like the um, I don't like the loadouts really. The fact that like yeah no yeah it's that's just something that really I never liked about Reach. I do like that you get a jetpack. That's cool, but I don't think. I enjoy the fact that you can be like, oh, I'm sprinting, or oh, I, I have this shield that lasts for four seconds and it's useless because every time you use it, somebody just stands there until the shield wears out. 
Yeah, and once the once it runs out, your shield is at zero. Yeah. So they just punch you and you're dead. Yeah. And uh so there's just a lot of there there's a lot of bad things about it, but there's a lot of good things about it. I do it's still a very tight like a, a very tight game that's that you can play and enjoy and um the maps kinda suck too. A lot of the maps kinda suck. And the maps that they brought over, other than midship, the map, maps that they brought over from other games are really bad maps. Like, um, there's one that's called High Noon or High something like, uh, and I've never liked it. It was in the original Halo, and I never liked that map. It's the one where you would, uh, at least with my friends, we would always get on it, and then everyone would just kill each other with pistols. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't very good. So hopefully, Combat Evolved... Uh, is a lot better because Blood Gulch is a it's a great map. Love Blood Gulch. Yeah. Oh, and Sidewinder. Really love Sidewinder. I don't know if any other any other person likes it, but I like Sidewinder. So, uh, yeah, it's still I, I it's still fun and it's still fun to play. And uh, Halo Four sucks. Don't don't ever play Halo Four because it's it's not, it's not worth it. It's. I was gonna say it's subjectively, but it, no, it's objectively the worst Halo game, Halo Four. So, yep. anyway, uh, we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about some stories. Let's talk about a. The, I I put this story here because of you, Aroa. Uh, there's a game coming out called Death Come True, and it's the from the makers of uh, Danganronpa, and it's a full motion video game. I am. Um... Very curious as to how that's going to play out. Yeah, so... Japan's um, kind of had a renaissance in terms of FMV games as of late. Yeah, I love... I kind of love FMV games, uh, basically because I never really got to play them as a kid. So they're kind of this thing that's just like, oh, you can see real-life people in video games. But I know, objectively... 99.5% 99.5% of them are bad games. There's like yeah, <laughs> maybe half a percent of them are good. So it was like it's like the the fucking the DOS era came about and we had CD-ROMs and all the devs were like we can finally package videos in our games. So, this is this is where everything will go. And then you, so you I had, lied. Like, the Sega CD helping with that. I, I accidentally lied there. I just remembered I did play an FMV game when I was a kid. I played it on the 3DO, <laughs> and it was Wing Commander it, Three. It, oh, it wasn't Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. No, no, it was Wing Commander, oh. and so that's that's part of the reason I love FM, FMV games is because the Wing Commander games are objectively good games. And they are really the, good games. And the the FMV in that, I mean, it has Biff from, it has Biff from Back to the Future, and it has Mark Hamill in it. Like, how can you not would like you, those? Would you consider Command and Conquer to be an FMV game? Yes, I would, because it does have FMVs, and I did play a little bit of that, and I remember John Reese Davies is in it, I think, um, and then uh, Worf from Star Trek, Michael Dorn. And also, my friend Eric, who uh, I worked with at Sony, was was in some of the cutscenes. Because they were like, we need you to... 
hey, come here, stop working on the game. Come here, we need to film this uh, this scene for us. And that's kind of what they did back in the early 90s. They were, or the early times yeah. of FMV. They would just get people who were working on the game to do the game. And in some cases, that's still what they do for voiceover. It is. Uh, that's actually what they did. He was at uh, 343 Studios for a while. And I believe it was when Halo 4 was getting made, but don't don't quote me on that. It could have been Halo 5. And they didn't have the, all the voice lines recorded from the guy who plays Master Chief. So they used my friend Eric as a uh, stand-in for the voice <clears throat> until, until the actual uh, voice actor came in and did all of his lines. And they... <laughs> Apparently, they were considering making that an optional like thing you could unlock is the the pre-record voice lines. But because he's not part of uh, the Screen Actors Guild, they wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. So nope. un- that I mean, that would have been really cool, right? But yeah. Um, yeah. So I like FMV games. So what do you think about this? Because you like the Danganronpa games. I do. And like, I, I I'm interested in pretty much anything that's weird in Japanese anyway. So right, right. Like this is this is this is undoubtedly going to be special. Uh, and like I said, there, there's been kind of a kind of a big resurgence in FMV games in Japan. Like we we've had that for a little while in America, mm-hmm. but. But it's also it's happening over there, and in some cases they are kind of pushing the envelope on on what you can do with with this format because like it, for the most part the American ones that I've seen they've stuck to what the, like they they've stuck to the nostalgia bait. It, yeah. It's still a point and click adventure game. There's not a whole lot of variety to it. Whereas some of the some of the stuff that I've seen in America has yeah it, it's like still trapped in the format of a choose your own adventure kind of thing. But the amount of, of extra bits and pieces that you would expect from a non FMV game are also in place in the FMV format. Like there's a lot more effort put into turning it into a real game and not just an interactive movie. And yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that that's kind of where they'll go with this, that, like at the same time, though, I hope that it's not just like it's Danganronpa, but live action, and I don't see that being a thing. But... Yeah, yeah, I uh, I want it to be Danganronpa with with FMV. I want it the to be. Uh, the presumably villain or whatever, uh, the the like gas mask shrouded thing kind of looks a lot like. Uh, Zero from uh, from the Zero Escape games. I have no idea what that is. Uh, it's it's a franchise that's kind of in a similar vein to the Danganronpa games. Uh, it's published by or developed by uh, Spike Chunsoft. Uh, yeah, and I'm actually I'm watching the teaser trailer on their website right now. And does it I look mean, good? It doesn't. It doesn't have any elements of of gameplay. It doesn't seem like, but there's a very like hardcore, uh, sci-fi kind of thing going on where there's like 
there's like a like a, almost a heads up display for this character where like it's showing stuff that happened in the past and it, it's like drawing things on the environment that seems like it's going to be kind of cool uh, there there's a very very cool cyberpunky aesthetic going on that and it looks like it's going to be on iOS, Android, Switch, PS4 and PC which huh I'm surprised that it's going to be on mobile devices it's going to yeah. be fucking huge i would imagine like in terms of file size yeah so let's uh Let's move on to the next story because there's not much I I can say about this game other than uh, it's going to be a game. I don't think there's much. Yeah, there's not there's not much to say, but yeah. I am pretty excited about it. And the, the next story isn't going to be very long. It's just uh, something for us to bitch about for a little bit. Um, Modern Warfare Two, or I'm sorry, Modern Warfare does not have a kill death ratio anymore. So at the end of the match, I guess you you can't see how much you brought the team down or, or, or raised the team up. There's just no KDR. And what? Uh, that's what it says here. It says, um, do, 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 do. Okay, unfortunately, deaths are not tracked on Modern Warfare's uh, scoreboard during the standard modes. The scoreboard only shows the kills and assists for each player. How many deaths each player has racked up is now a surprise saved for the final scoreboard that shows after the match has concluded. Um, but it says here, they made multiplayer, uh, in the discussion, it says they made multiplayer more casual friendly by removing the death count so new players can't be mocked over chat for their KDR. So, what they have done is in order to see your KDR... You have to pay twenty dollars to buy. Um, it says here the cosmetic store is. They are adding a season one content drop that features a watch that tracks the players' kills and deaths. It's called the Time to Watch, or I'm sorry, Time to Die Watch is found within the Mother Russia bundle, which a ten p. It's a ten piece cosmetic collection priced at two thousand COD points or twenty bucks. So in order to see your KDR during the game, I, you need to buy this bundle, which is $20. That's fucking stupid. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. I don't actually mind, because like, I was just thinking to Halo, you don't really, you don't get a KDR when, you're, when you look at the scoreboard in Halo right you get it after the match just like they do here but you see like how many points you have compared to everyone else so i don't really mind that like i actually don't mind the yeah. way they did it no i don't i don't mind i don't mind that yeah but selling it selling the feature back to you for 20 dollars go fuck yourself exactly exactly so <laughs> i think i think what had happened is that they they had made it more casual friendly kind of like halo so they don't see the kdr during the game until after the game is concluded so and you know, saying it's more casual friendly in that way, yes and no. Like, yes, it's going to be like, I guess, yeah, it's going to be more casual friendly because of that. But I feel like when casual friendly equates to making the atmosphere less toxic, maybe it's okay that it's more casual friendly in that way because all that did, like, uh, it was Overwatch did that, yeah. Uh, 
and and their explanation for it was what do you get out of that other than you have an excuse to shit on somebody else who's who you're playing with yeah exactly and like all that does is just drag everybody else down and truth be told that's probably a good idea overall like yeah give your give the kd ratio at the end of the match and even then probably just keep it to the individual just so you can know how well you're doing or or how about this how about this let me let me go back here there's ranked and casual matches like like in halo there's social and competitive right there's ranked and casual in call of duty don't show the kdr in casual matches but show the kdr in ranked matches because sure if you're if you're doing ranked matches you're gonna care about that but if you're doing if you're just playing for fun just leave it out don't charge yeah. x don't charge $20 extra just have it so hey in competitive you're going to want to be competitive so you need to see what your KDR is and bring that up so that's the best solution i could think of uh and the worst solution i could think of is charging somebody $20 to see their <laughs> KDR and like the fact that you can't even just buy the thing like that specific piece makes it that much worse. Like even if it had been like a dollar to get this watch, I'd still be bitching. But the fact that the only way to get it is to spend $20 on nine other pieces of cosmetics that you may or may not actually give a shit about yeah, is just like, it's just yet another symptom of where we are in the games industry as a whole. So, so... Yeah, it, it's bad. But I want to say, you know what else is bad? Paying $53,000 for a new computer. <laughs> okay. So, well, I, I, well I've, I've been dominating this. So do, do you have anything to start out with before I, I try uh, to shill for Apple a little yeah, bit? You stop it. You stop <laughs> that. You stop. So the, the starting price of this new computer is... Uh, And if you want to fully upgrade it, it is $53,000. I'm sorry, $52,199. It costs an additional $10,000 to upgrade the standard processor to the most powerful 28-core option. It costs an additional $10,000. I'm repeating this. $10,000 to upgrade the standard processor to the more powerful 28-core option. Uh, which is required for the $25,000 1.5-terabyte memory upgrade. Uh, I assume by, by memory they mean storage? I'm, I'm assuming you don't have 1.5 terabytes of RAM in there. No, you do. Oh, is it? Is yes. it 1.5 terabytes of RAM? Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, $10,800 for the graphics. What graphics are they putting in there? Do they... They're some kind of AMD Pro grade cards. Okay. Uh, it's two of them. $1,400 for four terabytes of storage. Um, they are coming with an eight terabyte storage. That's okay. You can get 1.5 terabytes of RAM, but only four terabytes of storage right now. Come on. Come on, mm-hmm. guys. Come on. Uh, and uh, $2,000 for an Apple Afterburner card. What is an Afterburner card? That is an ASIC for video encoding. Okay. Okay, so uh, I, I understand what that is then. So, like, it just makes it... So when you're using pr- uh, Premiere or uh, Final Cut Pro, 
it makes it's it a little almost it, it, i can almost guarantee you it's only for final cut yeah it's like an accelerator card but for that specific program so that it can yeah it, it'll run smoother um, it's a it's a hardware card that i believe will only encode and decode uh apple's ProRes video format mm-hmm. which granted is an industry standard but yeah like yeah yeah uh four hundred dollars uh for wheels instead of feet so if you want wheels it'll cost you four hundred dollars or you could your... you could buy like a you buy like a wooden cart for like 15 bucks probably <laughs> i'm just gonna just get one of on those that. get one of those little carts that like the little wagon things that kids roll around with just get yeah. one of those honestly um, <laughs> you can spend it and then that's another 150 dollars of course uh, for the Magic Trackpad 2 and Magic Trackpad if you don't want to use the included mouse. Um, I don't know why you would do that to yourself. Yeah. Um, they they do have a 32-inch 6K Pro display uh, that is going to be around $5,000. Um, and, of course, that's it before... It doesn't come the, with a stand. It doesn't come with a stand, so you have to pay another $1,000 for the stand. Um, doesn't come with a mount either. You can't even mount it to the wall unless you buy an additional item. Yeah. So I'm just saying now, th- this sounds like it's a super powerful PC. Okay. Yes. Uh, but like with all of Mac's products, uh, this seems like it's about three times overpriced. I, I don't know if I would necessarily say three times overpriced. You're probably paying a good 20% more than you need to be. 20, 20%? You're paying at least You're one, getting... You're, pay, you're, you're paying getting, at least 100% more than... At least... This <laughs> this would cost $25,000 to build tops. So you are paying... You're getting one and, a half, one and a half terabytes of memory. And it's ECC RAM. Uh-huh. With... with server you're getting xeon processor yeah and it might even be dual like you might have dual i don't know i know that they've previously had dual processor setups yes you see so that's just it's just one processor yeah so how 1. much 1.5 terabytes that's 12 12 dims of ddr4 ecc memory okay 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 right right here okay um $25,000 for the 1.5 terabyte memory option, right? Yes. Uh, if you look, it does, they are marking up the RAM, but not by a ton, apparently. I just looked it yeah. up. It's $18,000 for 1.5 terabytes of RAM. So they are marking it up by $7,000. So. But that's just the RAM. Like the 24, the 28 core processor is not $10,000 anymore. It's not. It's a Xeon W, so Xeon W twenty eight core. Yeah, but the new ones, like they've they've come down in price quite a bit. So, like the new, I want to say it's two thousand dollars for that, for the new Xeon or the new um twenty eight core processor. The uh, on Newegg, a Xeon W Skylake. Uh, twenty-eight core, fifty-six thread is three thousand dollars. Okay, so there—that's over three times the amount that you would pay for it. That is a pretty big markup. Yeah. Um. 
And then of fourteen hundred dollars for four terabytes of storage. Like yeah, and, and that's, that's uh, it says SSD, so that might even be on that might be going over a SATA. Yeah, and, and it, not even like M dot two. Yeah, but I mean, it, it might be. <sighs> I'm trying to think of how much that would cost because $1,400, if it's an, uh, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and assuming they're using an M.2 and a four terabyte stick, which I don't even know if they sell right now. So that might be uh... just the cost of that, but I highly doubt it. I would think that they're, they're cutting corners I mean, somewhere. There's, there's a two terabyte M.2 drive for 200 bucks. So so let's say let's say that the the 4 terabyte so that, one is that should that should be no more than $500. 5 or 6. Let's I was going to give yeah. them the benefit of the doubt and say it's $600 just because when you get like bigger hard drives like that even if it's only double the size it's sometimes triple the price or more. So they're they're at least doubling the price on the hard drive. Um the I don't know what the Apple after afterburner card costs. That's probably it. it. Probably it probably shouldn't be two thousand dollars. But yeah, like I, I I'd probably I would guess that it's probably going to do about as much as like the equivalent of of using a GPU for video encoding versus a CPU kind of thing. Yeah. So like it'll be an appreciable increase in speed, but yeah, yeah. probably not more than a thousand dollars worth. No. Uh, well, and it's $2,000, I think. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm saying they're still marking it up. They're the, going to. The, the $400 wheels cost $8 to make. Um, right, yeah, that's just fucking stupid. Like, that's disgusting. So. I can't believe that they did that. So we've, we've complained it's over $50,000 for the new Apple, Apple Pro Book Mac oh, thing. They, they even have, like, a thing where it's like, do I need wheels for my Mac Pro? And you click on it, and it's like, well... Uh, if it's got feet, it's good for if you don't need to move your Mac Pro away very often. If you get the one with wheels, it's ideal for moving your Mac Pro quickly and easily without having to lift it. Uh-huh. So, wow. So insightful. Thanks. Thanks. That's why I want to spend $400 for that. $400. $400. Uh, the Afterburner card is a PCI Express accelerator card that offloads the decoding of ProRes and ProRes RAW video codecs and Final Cut Pro X, QuickTime Player X, and supported third-party applications. So Premiere and Avid may work if it, it probably uses like metal or something to yeah. do that. If you purchase Afterburner for your Mac Pro, it will, be, it will come pre-installed in PCI Express slot 5. Okay. That's... Spe is, that's specific. Uh, I guess that's like one, one two, three, four. Uh, oh, it's that's a really big slot. It's uh, oh, okay. one of the X sixteen slots. Mm, okay. So what shill for them? You were gonna shill for them. So I w I wasn't going to like completely excuse them because yes, they are definitely overcharging. Yes, but when you consider everything that you're getting here. And the fact that this is not for you. And I'm not talking to you, Nathan. I'm talking to everyone who's listening to this. Yeah. Like, you, you have to consider that this is for... This is for a production company. A big fucking production company. Yeah. Or it's meant to be like, this is your job. Your job is you are an editor 
with many clothes. Sorry. Many, many clients, burping right into the microphone. That's many burping right into the microphone. Many clients. And uh, you can justify spending $50,000 on a computer because it's going to make you $10 million over the course of the next five years or so. Like, that's that's what this is for. Yeah. This is this is not even for, like, a prosumer kind of thing. This isn't, like, you edit photos or you, you do video editing for your YouTube channel. Like, unless your YouTube channel is, like, is on the trending page every day, it's not it's not for your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. You go go buy an iMac if you really want to use a Mac for for that purpose, which you probably shouldn't. But you know, whatever. Like, I I don't think that this is a ridiculous price. Yes, it's very it's a very click grabby headline, and it's it's great for that purpose. But when you figure that you're buying a server that is in the form factor of a regular desktop PC like and it's it's going to be able to pump out videos faster than anything else that you buy pre-built on the market pretty much like yes you can you can go buy all these parts and put it all together uh besides the afterburner card but that's also not going to be useful for everybody like yeah and, and yeah you'll save a good amount of money but you're also not going to have the support that you that you would get from this which if your job is video editing and not dealing with computers you're going to care about that support piece you're going to care about having the backing of a multi-billion dollar company that if your computer don't turn on or something don't work good you can call them and tell them hey i spent fifty thousand dollars on this fucking piece of shit make it work no, I, they'll I, make it work. I think at that point, if they'll be like, "Well, did you buy Apple Care?" Because <laughs> if you don't have an Apple Care contract, we can't help you with anything. That's what <laughs> what they would say, or or they would be like, "Oh, well, we need you to send that back to us." So uh, what we're gonna <laughs> do is we're gonna send you out another one, um, and you're gonna pay. You have to pay a fifth. We'll take a draw from your account of fifty thousand dollars. And you, once we receive the old item, we will put that money back into your account. The sad thing Maybe is, they would. The sad thing is, they, they probably would do that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's I'm one thing you say, can't, I'm not trying. To, one thing you can't well, defend is the five or one thousand dollars for a stand, for a. For yeah, the... no, the the fucking the monitor stand like the the way that they're doing that, the $400 wheels. No, I'm yeah. not going to try to justify that. I'm also not going to try to justify the fact that they charge $50 for a goddamn trackpad. Yeah. And yeah. $100 for a fucking mouse. Right. Like that just go fuck yourself. But yeah. I do think that these are machines with a very specific purpose that they they are worth their money if that is the business that you're in. If you work for goddamn Pixar, then yes, you can afford to do well, this. Well, Pixar Pixar can it. afford to do it. Uh actually I've spoken to people who've worked at Pixar and they said that Pixar doesn't actually pay that well compared to um other I, animation studios. Well, yeah, it's a Disney company. Yeah. 
Um, they pay about 20% less than other animation studios. Uh, they have a lot of benefits. Like, they have catered lunch every day and stuff like that. But they also have, like, you pay less, or you get paid less because you have the privilege of working at Pixar. Right. So other animation studios are like, we will pay more because we know that we're not as uh, marketable as, as working for Pixar, I guess. But um, you will give you more money and uh, you can come here and work on How to Train a Dragon or something like that. So um, Pixar actually doesn't pay that much. They're, they're okay. But let's, uh, let's move on to our next story. Um, this one is another one where we're going to complain about Republicans. So uh, Matt Bevin is the former Kentucky governor, and I think he's been outed from office. I think that he got beat uh, last year or this year, and so somebody else is coming in to take his spot, right? And um, he did, like, a lot of times when people leave office, uh, Obama did it. Uh, I believe Clinton did it and Bush did it. Uh, they'll just start issuing a bunch of presidential pardons. Uh, governors can do the same thing. They can give um, governors can give pardons to people as well, but obviously that's only, kind of fucking weird. Only for their state. So yeah. Um, and what happens is usually with like the presidents, they'll they'll find a bunch of people who were uh, who have been in jail for way too long because the three strikes rule is stupid. And what they will do is they'll they'll pardon a bunch of people who did like nonviolent drug offenses, which is fine, right? Like they did nonviolent drug offenses. They've been in there for like five or six years. They have another twenty years on their sentence. My, they they shouldn't have that long of a sentence for a nonviolent drug offense, in my in my opinion, right? They should be they should be put in a rehabilitation program and not into something where they're going to be you know, around a bunch of other criminals who have done worse things than just had cocaine on them. So, um, the former governor uh, did a bunch of pardons, which doesn't sound bad. He did 428 pardons. Um, the beneficiary, <laughs> beneficiaries include one offender convicted of raping a child. That's, that's why I laughed. Why? It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh, another one who hired a hitman to kill his business partner and a third who killed his parents. So they, he did, he did pardon some, uh, some criminals who were, uh, like drug, like nonviolent drug offenders and stuff, which is fine in my opinion. Uh, but he also was just pardoning pretty much anyone he could pardon. So it's like, uh, rapist check murderer check. Uh, hired a hitman check one of the guys uh, let me find where it says it um, it says in one case Bevan pardoned a man convicted of homicide this man's family raised more than $20,000 at a political fundraiser to help Bevan pay off a debt owed from his 2015 uh, governor campaign gubernatorial 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 campaign um, so the family raised $20,000 at a fundraiser, and he miraculously pardoned the murderer. So uh, it says it, it, he did come out and say something to the effect of, oh, I didn't think that he actually 
uh, did the murder, so I pardoned him. He did. He did. He made some bad decisions. All right. Yeah. It's not a big deal. So it and says that evidence was bullshit. Yeah. Um. It says uh, Patrick Baker is a man who has made a series of unwise decisions in his adult life. Um. But he 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 pardoned him, saying that the evidence of his conviction was sketchy at best. Said, I am not convinced the justice that justice has been served in the death of Donald Mills, nor am I convinced that the evidence has proven the involvement of Patrick Baker Baker as a murderer, even though he was convicted of the murder. <laughs> so, uh, this this is I believe what this is is that he is being outed as the governor for a Democrat coming in because the uh, Matt Bevan is a Republican. Because, of course, he's a Republican. So he's getting outed, and he's just like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to pardon a bunch of people who, don't, who shouldn't be pardoned. And what are they going to do? They can't do anything. I can pardon whoever I want. And he's just doing this in retaliation of being voted out of office. Fuck this yeah. guy. So that's that's all I got to say about it. It's fuck this guy. Uh, and fuck Republicans. V- Republicans do a really good job of making you not want to vote for them. At least in my opinion. Like, they'll be like, oh, we're, we're the family or we're the family and moral values people. But yet we're going to then pardon somebody who literally killed his parents. Or raped a child. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, don't vote Republican. Vote for Bernie Sanders, 2020. Uh, if you're not registered as a Democrat, you should do that. Um, the Iowa, the Iowa caucus. Um, co- well, I'm trying to think of when it when it does it. The Iowa caucus is less than 100 days away. It's like 80 days away or something right now, isn't it? So Fuck, if you're, in, I don't know. So if you're in Iowa, register as a Democrat. Um, there are some places that have same day regis- registration, but I don't think Iowa's one of them. Uh, I know that in, like, New York, you have to register, like, six months in advance. Because yeah. that's not voter suppression or anything. Not at, not even a little bit. So let's move on. We have one more story, but it's a lot. It's a multiple stories mixed into one. And we're not going to talk about everything uh, to a great extent just because there, there's not a lot. I put the, the uh, from The Verge, they said the top 12 announcements from the 2019 Game Awards. And a lot of I these didn't are just care about like any of it. I looked through it. I didn't either. I mean, the Wolf Among Us too. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited for that. I didn't even know that that was going to be a thing. Yep, Wolf Among Us two is coming out. Uh, I really like the Wolf Among Us, and part of it is that uh, Telltale Games went out of business a while ago, and so a lot of people assumed that the Wolf Among Us two was not going to happen. And Even though all of their shit got bought up by other companies, so yeah. of course it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, they're also coming out with a Fast and Furious game. It's a team, uh, team-based team action game built around heists. Uh, so they're making Payday 2 the Fast and the Furious, basically. The, the Fast and the okay. Furiouser. The Faster and the Furiouser. So uh, that's going to be on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. On May 2020, uh, no release date for The Wolf Among Us 2. Um, they had something, The Sounds of Cyberpunk. 
Um, that it's made... just a behind the music of Cyberpunk yeah. 2077. I don't understand why they did that. Just show another trailer. Uh, it's just so you could be like, wow, cool, there's gonna be lots of new music from these cool hip artists. Yep. Uh, there's also a Gears of War Tactics game coming out, or as they... Where did my audio go? They're just saying Gears Tactics in this. Can you hear me, Aroa? Yeah. Okay. I I cut out there, it seems. No, you were fine. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I think you were fine. Uh, Gears Tactics I like Run the Jewels, for the record. Uh huh, uh huh. Gears tactics. They're, they're in that that Let's, thing. I, I, the other I, thing. Yes, the cyberpunk thing. So, so what do you think about yeah, it's Gears, Gears tactics? XCOM, whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sounds of Cyberpunk. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake got. Uh, it doesn't have much gameplay footage, so it's all like cutscenes and stuff. That's the, my problem with it's every still, one of these trailers. It's just Final Fantasy fifteen. And that pisses me off because I hate the combat in Final Fantasy Fifteen. I never, <laughs> except like I never, I don't, I, I didn't play much of Fifteen, mm-hmm. but like I don't remember you being able to just like hit a button to attack. Yeah, is that a thing? Not really. I never. Okay, so there, that is a thing in Seven. Like you yeah. can tell that from the from the other trailer. Yeah. So I've never felt like I was in control in Final Fantasy Fifteen. I never felt like I was actually controlling my character and doing things that I wanted to do. And that so they, is they're bad. They're definitely not doing that with, with Seven. I That's know good. that for a fact. That's good. I, I, they're doing more of like... I, I said it's Final Fantasy fifteen, but really King, I Hearts. should have said it's Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, yeah. And, and I felt more in control in Kingdom Hearts, but I still don't like the... I still didn't like the combat. Like, oh, I I love Kingdom Hearts combat. I did you play Kingdom Hearts three? Yeah. Oh, see, I played Kingdom Hearts three and I hated the combat. Hated it. Oh, yeah. That was like the only tolerable part of that game for me. There were a lot of things in that game where I was just like, "This is it was good ish, but it was like pretty mediocre, like all around." The whole story. Yeah, yeah. The whole fucking thing, except for Woody going. You're a fucking loser. You're a loser. I don't, I don't think he said that exactly. That's what he said. Oh, okay. He walked in and said, you have no friends, you fucking loser. Yeah. So, um, Goats of Tsushima, is that how you say that? Um, yes. Gets a trailer in a release window. The trailer was okay. I, I got this game confused with uh, Sekiro. I thought you might. I did for a second whenever I yeah. saw the, the picture, but then I remembered what it was, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this game's coming out," and I'm actually kind of excited for it. I really like that. I really like that. Um, that time period, right? In in yeah. in Feudal Japan. Japan. Yeah, I really like that stuff. So hopefully, it's really good. Uh, that's that's kind of where the uh, Dynasty Warriors were for a long time. They were stuck in that. That feudal Japan well, area. Uh, yes, except they were in China. Well, yes, but um, uh, samurai warriors on the other hand, samurai warriors is I'm actually sorry. about feudal Japan. You know what I mean? It's still it's still based around that same time, uh, just different areas. I apologize. Okay, um, but yes, so these are uh, this is gonna be hopefully good. But I haven't seen any like gameplay of it. They haven't released any gameplay yet. So well, we maybe they have, maybe they haven't. 
No, they we really can't, we couldn't really we couldn't really tell from that uh, from that first trailer like whether or not there was gameplay there or if yeah. it was all just like scripted stuff. I'm I'm really kind of hoping that it's going to be like very cinematic and mainly be like 1v1 type stuff because it would just be really fitting for the whole the whole vibe that they're going for. You know what I always wanted and they I never got and uh, I understand why, because the games probably would have been awful. Uh, and they did release a couple of games, but the games were awful. Is uh, like a Highlander game. Like where you, you literally chop yeah. people's heads off to, to take their power. That would be a really cool, like, that would be a cool, if they kind of took the inspiration of, uh, like, the Telltale type thing. Yeah. Where y you had that. And it was it, like you could do it episodically and mm -hmm. you, you have like conversations and the adventure piece, but then you have like a legitimately good 1v1 combat system did as ever, part of it. Did you ever play Vampire? The the new game that uh, came out like a year ago or something like that? No, no, I didn't. So the whole like part of the point of that game is you can like you make choices on whether you want to be a good person or a bad person uh, because you are a vampire, but... You, you're like, I, you can choose to eat people or not. Yeah. And um, if you decide to eat people, you get more powerful. But also, like, the world gets worse, right? It, it can. Certain things can happen if, um, if you, like, eat certain people, then you, you make the world, like, worse. So, like, there's a, a nurse lady and you who's also, taking like, care get, of people. You, like, get more power the more close you are to somebody or something like that uh yeah so you like the stronger bond you have with somebody if you if you get like maxed out bond then you eat them you get like a ton of experience points for it so it kind of like it's you get close to this person just to eat them it's really really kind of sadistic yeah so uh it would be interesting to have something like that with uh highlander if they had a game where, you know, you could have a fight with somebody and choose to let them live and go live their life, or, uh, like, you decide, like, you run into another Highlander and you become friends with them, uh, same thing. You could, like, create a bond with them, and the closer your bond, the more powerful you get after you take their head off. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really good, but that will never that happen. Really cool. Yeah, it would never happen, but it... Who owns who owns Highlander now? I don't know exactly, but I know they were going to come out with a Highlander game over a decade ago. Square Enix was going to make a Highlander game. Yes. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, if any... Distributed Dancer... by 20th Century Fox in the United States. So yeah. does that mean... That's does dis... that mean Disney owns it? That... Yes. Yes. Yes, it does. Does it? So Highlander is now owned by Disney, which means they own Highlander the Source. Have you ever seen Highlander the Source? It's fucking terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. their film library was acquired by Warner Brothers. So they, it was it was made by Canon Group. Yeah. Um, then they were bought by chunk, in chunks by Warner Brothers, Paramount, and MGM. Now I really want so, a Highlander game that's like that's like the game that we just described because that would be really good actually. 
Um, uh, you know, yeah, maybe somebody could just do it and just not call it Highlander. I, they, yeah, that would be nice. That'd be interesting. So, uh, and, and also, I was I was trying to think earlier. Uh, I had a specific uh, Japanese filmmaker in mind uh, whenever I was talking about Ghost of Tsushima. That it like really puts me in the mind of it. It was uh, Akira Kurosawa. Oh right, right. Uh, if yeah. you've ever if you ever watched any of his shit, like it very much puts me in the mind of like a video game form of an Akira Kurosawa film. Yeah. So that makes sense. Like, so I'm very excited about it. Uh, League of Legends is getting an indie game, I guess. Well, it's getting like a like a single player. Uh story-driven title that's, like, set within the League of Legends universe. Yeah, and so it's the first... There's two titles coming out um, that they're basically... It it seems like they're giving the League of Legends license to these indie developers. One of the game is called Ruined King, and the other one is Convergence. And I know nothing about Mm. either of these games because they didn't tell us anything because the trailers are stupid. Um, And then... uh, PUBG, again, PUBG, again, they, they released a trailer saying, hey, we're making a game, and that's it. It showed nothing. It showed absolutely nothing. With uh, Prologue, we're taking our first steps toward building new technologies and interactions that will help develop my ideas into reality. Uh-huh. And uh, PlayStation 5 is getting its first game. Um, it's Godfall which I think I watched some of it and it looks like it's just a trailer and there's no fucking gameplay. And, and you know, part of that too, it's kind of funny to me. Why? That like, it's, it's supposed to be showing off like, this is the kind of experience that's possible with the power of the PlayStation 5. But it's like, it just, it just looks like, like a, a game that could have come out on PS4. Yeah. Uh, Bravely like, it Default doesn't even look all that much better. Not a game you care about, but Bravely Default is no. getting uh, Square Enix announced Bravely Default Two, uh, which will be on the Nintendo Switch next year. Hey, it's a uh, it's a good JRPG from what I understand. I never played it because I don't have a 3DS. Uh, Senua's Saga Hellblade Two is um is coming out for the Xbox and presumably PC, but I have no idea. At least the it Xbox. will be on PC. Yeah, I will. I can guarantee you it will be on PC because it is being published by Microsoft. Yeah, and um, it looks. I, I I don't know if I like this. Um, I did... I didn't finish uh, Senua's Sacrifice, so I don't know how that fits together. She gets cured. So after after the whole thing, she's cured. She's completely cured and not insane anymore. Uh, by Somehow the way, I think you're lying. I am. I am completely lying. Uh, but she, you do complete that. But I guess what you would do, because because with uh, Senua's sacrifice, it's all about kind of having schizophrenia and hearing voices and like trying to put pieces together that really aren't there, type of thing, like solving puzzles that aren't there. Be, there's a there's a neat documentary included in Senua's sacrifice. Uh, that I recommend, even if you don't play the game, uh, if you're interested in that type of stuff, watching the, the video is is really helpful to kind of understand uh, what they're trying to do with the game. And in Senua's Sacrifice, it's all about struggling with your, your 
mental d- disorder, basically. And I would imagine that the second game is kind of just showing, hey, you, even though even though you made it through this one hurdle, you're not you're not cured. There's always going to be other things that that um, come that creep up uh, when you have a, a mental mental illness, illness. Like, mental, mental illness like this. I'm trying to say it so I don't come out sounding like a jerk because <laughs> it's really hard to talk about this stuff. And no matter how much progress you think you're making, it's all going to be for nothing in the end. Yes, exactly. And that's what this game <laughs> is about. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. It, it was The first game was decent. I wouldn't say it was really good or great, but it was, it was, it was pretty decent. I didn't like a lot of the I puzzles. I would say that I don't care because there's no gameplay yet. Yeah, no game. Well, at least with Senua, uh, Senua Saga, we know what the first game was like. So That's we can as- we can assume that it's very similar to the first game. In which case, oh boy, it's the same game again. Why are they doing that? All right, we got to get into the big one. Got to get into the big one. Oh, here. you mean the biggest, the biggest, completely inconsequential trailer of them all? Yes, the Xbox Series the X cube. It's it's two cubes. It's two cubes stacked up on each other. <laughs> The, the, uh, the Xbox shoebox. <laughs> yes, you know I would honestly, if they came out with the the Xbox Series X and it looked like the original Xbox, do you know how happy I would be? You know, I think that would be really fucking cool, personally. But yeah, I bet you, I bet you that they ripped off of the the old Mac Pro. The, the, the Mac Pro had a bunch of uh, shells laying around, and they're like, "Hey, can we bar- Can we buy those off of you? We need. We need to make a new console." Well, like all the ventilation holes are on the top. Yeah, yeah. I bet you that they're doing the same thermal design as with the the trash can Mac Pro, where Which... it's just got it's got a big fan sitting up at the top that's just sucking all the air up from the bottom yeah and that's what's cooling the whole unit uh the biggest reveal the biggest reveal i noticed was that the xbox series x actually uh allows you to buy wheels for 400 dollars. wait no that's something else (laughs) um so it looks like from the trailer uh whenever they have it sat next to an xbox uh one controller well yeah Sorry, sorry. It's not an Xbox One controller. It's an Xbox One X, an uh, uh, Xbox Series X controller. Yeah, we can agree that that's the worst name that they that. Yeah, what ever... the? Why, fucking? I was gonna get into this. <laughs> they are the fucking worst at naming consoles. So what? What the fuck was up with that announcement the day before? Where I think Phil Spencer said that fucking the next Xbox's name will make it obvious what the purpose of behind the Xbox is. What the fuck does Series X mean? What does that mean? Uh nothing. It did I don't I don't know. It's a bad name. <laughs> they they do this. So they they did this with the original Xbox was fine. You know, it's it's it was d- the direct Xbox because it, it ran on DirectX. And then they just went to Xbox. Perfectly good name. 
when the Xbox 360 came out, everyone was like, what the fuck? This is stupid. And they gave some bullshit like, oh, we come full circle or some shit. Fuck it. It's bad. It's a bad name. The Xbox 360 is a bad name. Uh, and so everyone's like, okay, the next one's going to be the Xbox 720 or some shit like that. And they're like, nope, Xbox One. Which makes, again, zero sense. And now they're like, what is an even worse name than the Xbox One? How can we know, make this even worse? You know, the thing, the thing too, the Xbox One X was... I, I'm assuming that it was on accident that they chose a series of words that whenever you acronize it, it's Xbox. So I was just thinking, like the other night I was like laying there and I was in bed and I, I have random thoughts about video games. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, they should have just done it like uh, people would do on Xbox Live is where just put more x's just put more x's so it would be the (laughs) you know i was thinking the same thing (laughs) whenever this announcement came out that i was like you know it would have been cooler is if they had just called it x x box x x yes (laughs) yeah exactly like but have the have the x's on the outside be smaller (laughs) (laughs) so like i was thinking i was like they should have just been like the first xbox and then Xbox 360 would be the XX box XX, and then the, um, and then the Xbox One would be XXX box, and then XXXX box, with alternating capitalization on the outer ones. Yes, um, yeah. I just it's and the the funny thing is that's not even as bad as the name as Xbox Series X. No. Series at what the fuck kind of name is that? It's, that's terrible. They would have been better off calling it the fucking the Xbox. What what the hell was the code name? Scarlet. Xbox Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. yeah, Xbox Scarlet Whatever. or like um, make it red even, and black. That'd be cool. You know, another one that actually wanted to have been bad. Uh, they don't want to do it because they don't want to appear inferior to the PlayStation. So that's why they didn't do, like, Xbox 2 and Xbox 3. But it actually, instead of it being Xbox Series X, name it Xbox 4X. That's actually a good name. Yeah. Like, it's it's not a great name, but it's better than Xbox Series X. If, If this continues for another, like, 30 years or whatever, and we have an Xbox 10... Do you think that they'll just call, do you think they'll just call it the X the, the the Xbox but but like it'll it'll be spelled Xbox but they'll they'll call it the 10 box like with like with Apple. Uh, they just... call it the iPhone the iPhone 10 even though it's the iPhone X. Yeah, and it's not even the iPhone 10 because there was no iPhone 9. <laughs> uh, fucking um <laughs> At least PlayStation just names it normally. Like, it just, yeah, PlayStation yeah, 5. It, that's what we got going Sony, for us. Sony has always been brilliant with marketing their products. Yeah. So, anyway, we've complained about the name for a while. Um, um, it's a, it, so, uh, while we were doing that, I was comparing uh, this image of the Xbox Series X mm-hmm. to the size of the controller. 
which yeah. we know for a fact is just the Xbox One controller, but with a PlayStation 4 share button added. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it's about the size of a two-liter bottle of soda. Nice. So it genuinely is about the same size as the previous Mac Pro. Nice. It's it's stupid. I hate the design. I hate it. <laughs> I I kind of like the the utilitarian monolithic design of it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh I still would definitely I'm with you. I would prefer like a throwback uh kind of design more akin to the original Xbox. Well, and I was really pissed off when they came out with the um the anniversary edition PlayStation 4, the one that was supposed to like they were like, oh, it's supposed to be like the PlayStation 1. I thought that, like, when I heard it originally, I thought, oh, that's actually going to be in the form of the PlayStation 1. Like, the original oh, PlayStation. Yeah. And then I just saw that it was just a color swap, and I was like, that's stupid. That is really, well, really stupid. To be fair to them, I don't think you could do that. You could. At least. You could, but it would it would be like... It'd be just as pointless as the as the PlayStation Classic. I that's cool. I'm fine with that. Like, well, it just in like you wouldn't be able to open the disc tray and stuff like that, and like it would still have to load discs from the front, probably. probably. Like, I don't think you could fit. You couldn't fit a disc drive on top of it while also fitting all that other shit in the way that it is. Yeah, not I, unless I agree. not unless they made like. Like, I don't know how small the, the new PS4s are, but I feel like it's still pretty sizable like, yeah. compared to the original PS4. The, the, You'd have to shrink everything down substantially to be able to fit it into the PlayStation 1 form factor. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it does say here that the Xbox Series X will... You know what? I'm calling the Xbox 4X. The Xbox 4X will also support 8K gaming, uh, frame rates up to 120 frames per second. Uh, it also has ray tracing and a variable refresh rate. So well, Variable refresh rate is not a hardware feature. Anything can do that. Yeah, I know. Uh, it also support. It also has an NVMe SSD, which we all knew was gonna was gonna be in there basically. Uh, and it, of course, it has a Radeon uh, RDNA. GPU and uh, the Zen 2 processor in it. So it's got those going for it. Um, it did say, do, 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 we wanted to have dramatic upgrade from the Xbox One base console. So when we do the math, we're over eight times the GPU power of the Xbox One and two times what the Xbox One X has. Uh, the Xbox One X is six teraflops of GPU performance, so the Xbox Series X should be capable of 12 teraflops, which is pretty powerful. And isn't that more powerful than Stadia? Because Stadia uh, was saying they were going to be at like 10 to 11 teraflops of performance. I If I said I knew anything about any of the marketing bullshit with Stadia, I'd be lying to you. Yeah, yeah. Because that whole platform is DOA in my mind. Yeah, um, speaking of controllers, I'm just reading this from The Verge. Uh, Microsoft has revealed the new Xbox wireless controller. Uh, quote, its, sa its size and shape has been refined to accommodate an even, even wider range of people, 
and it also features a new share button to make capturing screenshots and game clips simple. No, I want it to be redesigned to make it as gatekeeping as possible. I want it to be <laughs> twice the size of the Duke controller. That's I that's... want there. I want there to be two uh, segments on the back for your ring and pinky finger on each hand mm-hmm. that require you to have those those fingers in those spots at all times or else you're not allowed to play the console so that way we can keep any of those those amputees out. <laughs> um the they said that the Xbox Series X 4X will also include auto low latency mode and dynamic latency input. I don't know what either of they mean. Those mean uh, that will make Series X most responsive control or console ever. It's designed for future in the cloud, uh, uh, and it will combine hardware and <laughs> hey, software. To hey, make you it... remember? You remember back when the Xbox One came out, and they said it was designed for a future in the cloud, and it was going to use cloud technology to make games better. And then Crackdown Three was bad. Yes. So <laughs> yes, it was. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. All those features are completely pointless and non-existent. Now, didn't they say that the Xbox One X, or I'm sorry, the Xbox 4X was going to be, um, I I still think that's a good name, Xbox 4X. Anyway, um, didn't they say it was going to be backwards compatible with the Xbox One? I believe so, because it's just PC hardware. Yeah, and it's probably going to be, um... It's probably, I would imagine, have the same backwards compatibility that the Xbox One has. I can almost guarantee it, because it's so, just PC software. Yeah. It's just so, running modified Windows 10. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I, I re- they should run modified Windows XP. That's what they should do. You're right. Yes. It would be very low-level um, stuff. It Now, from what I understand, I don't think they said how many... Uh, gigs of ram they're gonna have i imagine it's going to be 16 gigs of ram i would think so i like maybe they'll do 12 no no again they're not doing 12 i think 12 is what the xbox one x has i think they have 12 yeah i believe so did they increase it because the original was was eight oh was it uh, yeah. specs. I thought it was more, but I, I could be wrong. Um, no, not. <sighs> okay, it says here that the Xbox Series X will have 16 gigs of RAM. Oh. Yeah. Um, it says it's got an eight core CPU targeting around 3.5 gigahertz. Uh, GPU is going to be Xbox Series X GPU, which is going to oh, be. Yeah. One X has twelve gigs of. Uh, oh, they did the. Uh, they did the the PS4 thing where they combined the, the video RAM with the. Yeah. System RAM. That's what I figured, I, so and I think that's gig, twelve gigs DDR5. I think DDR5. that's what they're. I think that's what they're doing for this. It says that uh, they're gonna have thirteen gigs of RAM for games and three gigs for the operating system. Um, and then of course they're gonna have an N- NVMe. Thing. Uh, the yeah, the Xbox. But One will Xbox. the frame rate tank whenever I'm trying to record gameplay or stream? Probably. Trick question. I'm not going to buy one. 
I'm not going to buy. Well, yeah, I won't buy an Xbox One X or an Xbox 4X. I will buy a PlayStation 5 probably. I will. I will yeah. as well. And and the, the reason for this, like we're talking about this and we're PC gamers. And all of the games that are coming out for this are going to be on PC. Yeah, so, that's part of Microsoft's strategy. And it's a good strategy because I'm still invested in their system. Uh, I'm just not invested in their consoles. Right. So um, the the idea that I would buy the Xbox for 4X is silly because I have a PC that's like I it honestly the Xbox 4X is probably more powerful than my PC I have right now. Um it won't be more powerful than the one I have in several weeks. Yeah, exactly. Like I I can just <laughs> buy I can buy a graphics card and then boom, my PC is way better cuz I only have a 1070 even, right now. Even the fucking game that the that they showed off that's supposed to be showing off the PS5 is also coming to PC. Yeah. So here's here's so, a like, question. What what do you Who mean in a cares? few what do you mean in a few weeks? I'm I'm going to I'm upgrading my computer. Are you upgrading just the processor? The processor and the RAM. Okay. I and I was going to SSD. I was going to say if you're getting a new freaking graphics card, you should give me yours. No. I I will trade you uh, my 1070 for your 1080. If if you upgraded your if you upgraded your um, graphics card, because I assume that what you would do is you would have another computer you would put your 1080 in if you if you upgraded. Yeah. So I would just be like, come on, you don't need that for your second the plan, computer. The plan right now is to put my 780 into my old box. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, I I would just upgrade my graphics card to a like 2070 and my computer would automatically be better than the Xbox 4X. Yeah, so. or just wait for whatever Nvidia drops this year. Yeah, or uh hopefully fucking AMD gets their shit together on the graphics card side. Cuz they they don't have anything with hardware ray tracing yet, do they? Not yet. Not yet. So they'll they'll drop that this year because that's already going to be in the PS5 and the Xbox. Yeah. So, I uh, I really like AMD. Their processors are are killing it right now, but their um, their graphics cards are not, unfortunately. So, anyway, uh, PS5 and Xbox One X are they coming out next year or is it going to be the year after? I think it's next year, right? Next year for the Xbox, PS5, I don't know if it has a release date yet, but it'll probably be next year. Yeah, I would imagine both of them are going to be next year. I'm I'm really kind of mad. Um, I left Sony before they got the, the PS5 stuff in, so I didn't get to see any of it. I didn't get to break any NDAs. So, oh well. So anyway, um, we're pretty much done for the day. I don't think there's any other stories to talk about, so... Thank you, Aroa, for being here. No problem. And uh, I will be back next week. You will be back maybe next week. Is there anything going on next week? Uh. Okay, Christmas. so it's, it's the 22nd, though, so we'll be good. We'll be good. Maybe. I, I don't remember. You don't remember? I might not be. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Sometimes my family does Christmas stuff on the weekend before 
Oh, that make that kind of makes sense. Um, It'll either be on the twenty first or the twenty second. I just don't know which day. So the twenty third is a Monday, and they were like, "Hey guys, everyone gets the twenty third off." And we're like, "Sweet, is it paid?" And they're like, "No." And we're we're like, "But but why isn't it paid?" They're like, "Well, if you want it paid, you have to use your PTO." And I'm like, "But I, oh. but I want it paid." And they're like, "Well, you can either come in." Uh, Come in or use your PTO. That's the only way to get paid. So I'm going to go to work probably on the 23rd and nobody else is going to be there. At least you get paid. At least I'll get paid. Um, and then I get the 24th and 25th off as well. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. At Sony, they gave everyone two weeks vacation. Paid. Well, that's, that's generally working for a big company. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, thank you for being here. I will be here next week. Aurora may be here next week. Uh, goodbye. Bye.